to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 50. Yay! That's pretty good, isn't it? I know. I know. It's so exciting. That's almost a year. Is that right? No, almost two years. (laughs) Yeah, well, November is our second year anniversary, so we're creeping up to that. But I feel like 50 is a milestone, don't you, Roz? Totally. Yep. Let's celebrate. If you're listening, which you are, because you just heard me say that, Time to get out the bubbles or the kombucha. Kombucha is like my healthy equivalent. Mm -hmm. Nice. Let's celebrate, peeps. So today we're going to be chatting about tapping into mentorship and community. And this, again, relates to episode, I think it was episode 40, where we were talking about the five ingredients to turning your art hobby into an art business. So if you would like to go back and listen to that previous episode for Like the summary of our whole five ingredients, this then is number five of the five. So yeah, we're really excited as always, my favorite word to bring this episode to you today. So Laura and I have been taking a few notes prior to this, doing our research, and we're going to chat with you about the mentorship side, the community side, and then we have some action tasks for you as well at the end, sort of like homework. Yeah, a little bit of homework. I don't know. We have been giving suggestions to people. So let us know if you've been taking the action steps and if this series has helped you. We're sort of, we wanted to dive in deeper because in previous recordings, we sort of just gloss over. And I think it's important to talk about the topic and then why it's important and how you can go about it. So hopefully if you're sort of new to this art game or you're wanting to dive in deeper and find yourself a mentor or form some sort of community, then this is the episode for you, I guess. Yay. And actually talking about new, you know how you mentioned that word before. I feel like sometimes we need to do a little bit of an intro to ourselves. For people who might be brand new here, and this might be the first time they've listened to our podcast, do you want to tell people a little bit briefly about what you do? Do you remember your elevator pitch? (laughs) Not really. I'm totally scanning back (laughs) through our notes trying to find what was my elevator pitch. (laughs) That's all right. So (laughs) my name's Laura and I help women on a healing journey use art for personal transformation. I really love working with people that maybe have left their creativity to the side for a while and they want to just get back into it. So I offer beginner-friendly painting classes in person. I do online sessions and I also help people with art mentoring. So people that are wanting to set up a business, an art business. So that's what I do. That was really good. She's good, isn't she? <laughs> Beautiful listeners, have you got an elevator pitch? It's a really good idea. Just a couple of sentences to explain what you do. And can you tell I'm buying time so that I can find the notes so I can just read mine out, but I can't find it. So I'm just going to say, okay, everybody, 
Hello, so I'm Roz Gervais and I am an artist mentor and a modern botanical painter based in Sydney, Australia, and I support other artists in their journeys, usually aspiring artists or emerging artists who are wanting to get their art out there and make a few sales as well. Awesome. Is that all right? Yeah, that sounds really good. I I wung that one. I winged winged to that one. Yeah. You can find (laughs) our info in the show notes if you're curious about what we're all about and our offerings. So yeah. Yay. So that's us. So today I did share earlier what we're talking about. So it's the mentoring and the community side of things. And this episode is specifically for passionate creatives who are wanting to make art for the long haul. Like they are in this, they're committed, and this is what, you know, they are really working towards having art as a big part of their life for a long period of time. So if you're in this for the long haul and you're this is a big part of your journey, I would say hands down mentorship and community, non-negotiable. Yeah, definitely. I think that is going to help propel you forward in a really great way. And, you know, as artists working in the studio, it can feel quite lonely and a solo endeavour, but bringing people together leaning on your community and finding like a mentor that has like forged the path before is going to give you hope and inspiration on those days that things might not be working out or you're feeling like you want to give up or (laughs) all of those things that, you know, life just gets hard and then you can't fit time in for what you want to pursue. Then having people around you that are going to rally and support you and encourage you, that's what's really going to help you on your path. Yeah, because those things, those hurdles, those little patches, they are inevitable. They are part of the journey. And so I think that's why having a mentor or three (laughs) um, and some community as well behind you to lift you up in those times is absolutely essential. So that's why we're talking about this here today, not just to you know propel you towards your goals. Like, yes, obviously that's a big part of it, but also to make the journey joyful and as smooth as possible as well. We did an episode, episode seven early on, on how to build community. Oh, you, we did. Good work working out. Episode seven. I know that seems ages ago. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure I want to listen to that. I know. We- <laughs> We like absolute noobs and like not know knowing what we were doing. Or are we still like that now, Roz? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. Have you ever gone back and listened to our first one? No, no. I think it's just like you just got to create it and put it out there. Yeah, we're moving forward, peeps. Yeah, we're living in the moment. Yeah, and we're learning and growing and evolving. So I don't know. I don't want to know if it's cringe. <laughs> um, for our for our listeners today, if you're interested in starting a podcast yourself, go back and listen to our very first few and listen to how like we're still authentic, but listen to how raw and un- inexperienced and clueless we were because that's how anything new starts. You've just got to be courageous and just do it. Yeah, I'm sure we were very wobbly. I think we've got like a little bit of a groove now, but we're still very like cash. I know some people's podcasts, <laughs> some people's podcasts are very polished and editing out all the ums and ahs and mm. Mm. Um. anyways. Mm. <laughs> um. 
All right, let's focus. So behind the scenes, like if you're listening to us, like giggling away, it might be, it might feel like the first day back of school or something with me and Roz, because we've had a little break. Roz has been on school holidays, so we actually haven't recorded for a little while. So we're like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, while you're talking about that, if you're listening over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, for example, we also have a YouTube channel. So if you want to watch our faces and actually, I, I also think, by the way, tell me, because you're in charge of the YouTube channel, is the audio on the YouTube channel, the unedited audio? Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just this video because we're recording the video. <laughs> Excellent. So if you want to see us un- uncut, is that what you call it? I guess so. Then go <laughs> over to YouTube. All right. Excellent. Carry on. Hello, beautiful creatives. It is Roz here. I wanted to let you know about my free community over on Facebook. We are called the Permission to Paint Free Community. And if you love making art, you must be part of this group. So head on over to Facebook to look us up. We have weekly art prompts. We have a monthly prize draw and I run two challenges throughout the year inside this group as well, all for free. So come and get amongst it. I look forward to seeing you there. Bye. All right. So why is it important to have a mentor? Roz, I'm going to throw it over to you. Why is having a mentor important? And then maybe a different answer for community or you could roll it into one. All right. So I believe having a mentor is essential because they're really good at zooming out and seeing the big picture and then helping you to make strategic steps forward. That's my that's what I place on a mentor. And you can have mentors also in different areas of life. So for me, I've got three mentors, which might be overkill, but I have one in business, one overarching and one specifically just for my art. So I have the three different ones. So you can have mentors in different areas of your life as well. But yeah, they're very good at the zoom out and then the strategy for moving you forward towards your goals. And why is community important is more about the joy and the long term, I would say, so that the journey can be as smooth as possible and as positive as possible. And also so you don't feel alone. You know, you can connect with other people who are on a similar path to you. Yeah, that sense of belonging is so important. We need it. And it's so important for your well-being as well. And, you know, you can lean on people for support and that's really, really lovely too. And you don't know when you're reaching out and building connections with people what could come of it as well. There's potential to collaborate or there's potential for like referrals or different projects that might come your way or People can put your name forward for something. So I think mentorship and community has been a huge part of my creative journey. It actually comes quite naturally to me to reach out and connect with people. And I just want to sort of recognize that some people might find it challenging, especially introverts and people that are sort of, I don't know, self sufficient, like maybe people that sort of feel like they can take on the world and do it all themselves. But I think there's only going to be benefits when you're putting yourself within a community and building those relationships with people. And I think really it comes down to the long haul side of things because 
you know, I think you can sort of power on in your own lane, just you, you know, gung-hoing it. And that's all good and well. But if you're in it for the long haul, and also if you want your journey to be interesting, <laughs> then mingling with other people um, can help, well, will help as well. So yeah, I wanted to talk about some ways that you can sort of get out there and sort of meet other people as well in your community. So I think there's two ingredients. So one is being brave enough to tell people that you're an artist and then um, crossing paths with new people. So you don't, if you're an introvert, you don't need to, you know, go to the next sort of networking event or the next sort of street party or whatever it is. You can start really small. But just firstly, that bravery to tell people that you're an artist is a conversation starter and a connection builder as well. And then just trying to cross paths of brand new people is really, really helpful on your journey. And who knows who you'd stumble across, you know, someone who's might be like one of your soulmate best friends of the future. Yeah, you never know. Never know, Laura. Well, that's how we formed our connection online. It's true. Yeah, it is. And we never, was it a year? Were we working together for a year and then we met for our podcast birthday? We actually met in person. Oh, that's right. Yes, that is true. That was so exciting. I know it was really exciting. We're going to catch up in person soon. We are very soon. Can't wait. What date does this episode come out? I'm not sure. I'm not on track of that because my brain has been elsewhere. Excellent. (laughs) So a note on community, I guess that's something that I had to do. So I relocated to Ballarat probably 13 years ago and I didn't have many connections here. And it just started with one person and then it just opened up like a whole Pandora's box of all these amazing people that came out of the woodwork. And we've got a very strong and robust creative community in Ballarat. So it was actually quite easy to form those connections. But going to art shows, putting myself out there, sending emails to the art gallery, applying for opportunities, all sorts of things that really helped me to form connections and like even attending, like being a student and attending art classes. It just puts you in different situations where you have the potential to meet new people and people that are doing similar things to you that, yeah, you can just sort of create those connections. And then also the power of the internet is fabulous. I've made so many Instagram artist friends. So, you know, beautiful gesture of like messaging someone that you really, you're, and telling them that you're really inspired by the art or, you know, how someone has impacted you. That can really go a long way. And yeah, I guess, you know, starting out in this art world, there's so many things you have to figure out for yourself. And it's a journey of like, oh, I want to do this. So, how do I go about doing that? Well, you can just send a message to someone and maybe you could offer to like take them to a cafe and buy them a coffee. And then you could just have a little casual chat about how they operate their art business or how they plan their solo exhibition. Or I don't know, like maybe you want to do a mural one day and then you have a connection with a mural artist and they can tell you about the types of paint and the primer and all those sorts of stuff. I've just did a little ramble, but that's all right. It's about it's about being brave to connect with people in a way that feels comfortable, maybe a little bit, like a little bit brave, but it, it feels, you know, comfortable enough 
yeah, and just sort of who knows where it leads. I love it. I think it's really, really important. So I'm sort of sitting here thinking about our beautiful listeners and thinking about if they're wanting to tap into number one, a mentor, and then we can move on to community after that. What is the best way? Like if we talk about actionable steps or something they can actually do, what is the best way that our listeners could find a mentor? What do you think? Well, mentor can take different forms and I've had different mentors in my life. But I guess, you know, if there's a specific topic or a specific learning curve that you're on, maybe, yeah, being specific about your next big goal, have an idea about like what you're working towards. So then you can find a mentor in that space, someone that's like a few steps ahead of you or, you know, they've already achieved a goal that you aspire to. Do you think, just to be the devil's advocate here, do you think that your mentor has to have been through the same journey as you or a similar journey to you? Or could they just be like, you know, like an artist who's just has a business coach and they're not an artist at all. They've never done anything arty in their life, but they just know the business stuff, for example. Yeah. So they could have a specific skill that you are lacking in that I don't want to say, I don't want to say lacking in. So that's why you have to connect or you just, you don't have that knowledge, for example. So they need to um, connect to your specific goals. And so that's why it's really good to start with getting clarity around what you're trying to work towards in your art business before trying to find a mentor. And then we wanted to also make a point about mentors not necessarily having to be paid mentors. You can have a mentor who might be someone who has written three books and has a podcast and has a YouTube channel, for example. That could be a mentor. And you can just learn everything you can from them without actually formally engaging them. So there's different ways of engaging with a mentor. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of drop that in there as well. Yeah, because they might not even know who you are, but you're reading and taking in their body of work and they might have some free resources available to you. And then that just sort of helps you on your way as well. Like one of my mentors is Julia Cameron. She'd have no idea who I am, but her book was really amazing and pivotal in my creative journey. And then my reawakening and back into stepping back into painting and moving into abstract art, all of the morning pages, the artist dates, the exercises and things that she recommends for people that are wanting to unblock and, you know, reawaken their creative selves again. All of that really helped. And, you know, I've listened to her on podcasts and different interviews and things. So her journey has inspired mine, but I have not purchased formal programs. I mean, obviously the book costs a little bit of money, but, you know, you can find mentors. It's not something that you sign up for this $3,000 program to coach you through to a specific goal. And I mean, like that could be amazing and very beneficial as well. And it doesn't have to take that form. There's multiple, yeah, multiple options out there. For another influence on you and another mentor for you was Susan Nethercote. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So when I was coming out of hospital, recovering from my depression and the journey with lupus, I was really wanting to step back in, on my creative path again. And Susan offered me employment. So I, I started working casually as a studio assistant and I did that for a few years. And 
that helped me to sort of form in my mind the artist that I wanted to be, the path that I wanted to take. And, you know, I got to see behind the scenes of operating art studio, you know, her selling and shipping and sending works that had been purchased and sending it overseas, all aspects, photography of artwork. Uh, I was on the podcast in her first season. There were so many different things. Laura, like that's the ultimate arrangement because she was paying you to be her met your mentor. <laughs> Should we do that? Should we offer that? We can offer that next. Yeah, so so that those are sort of two sort of stories. But I've had many, 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 many mentors. And even, you know, with my personal development journey, my spiritual development journey, there's so many amazing personal development gurus and look like I could list so many people that have sort of formed the person that I am now today and there's going to be so many more as well and I think as an artist and a woman in business as well but mainly perhaps no both of those as an artist and a woman in business I don't think you can separate your art and biz journey from self-development I don't know anyone who, who for for whom that is separated, you know, for whom the self-development does not form a piece of the puzzle. So, yeah, definitely. Like I don't, I, your mentors in that space are so valuable, I'm sure. You're faced with parts of yourself that can be really uncomfortable and when you're like challenging yourself and stepping out of your comfort zone, that's when all of the uh, <laughs> the shadows come out of the closet. You're like, oh, I haven't okay. faced that yet. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots of fun. Okay, so we've chatted about how to sort of pinpoint the mentor that is a good match for you, and that's primarily around having clarity around your goals and knowing what you're working towards and then trying to seek out someone who specialises in that area And they might be, you know, a a mentor that you just tap into their free resources or they could offer a a paid program as well. Sometimes paid programs, so paid programs in my experience offer two things if I can keep my my brain focused right now as I try to explain these two things. One thing is accountability because I know for me when something is free, I just sort of, I don't treat it with enough respect. That's usually me. So if it's paid, I turn up, I show up, I do the work. And then the other one is often paid programs will give you like the steps and put things in sequence. So that's often the difference between something that's free and something that's paid. Um, But, you know, recommend you going down the pathway that suits you best. And then you've taken some notes here, Laura, that I'm just going to read from about how to actually find a mentor. And you've mentioned social media, Instagram. Did you want to go on and explain a few other ways of practically finding a mentor? Yeah. So I guess, you know, asking around and sort of filtering through your networks as well. Recently, I've got in touch with a local artist here in Ballarat, uh, Linda Franklin, because I'm in my personal painting practice, I'm wanting to experiment with earth pigments. And I know that she's done that before and she's created watercolors from that. So, you know, that's through my connections. Like, so just, or you could ask around. So if there's a specific thing, that you're wanting to learn or something that you want to execute, sort of look at your networks and see or ask around, ask someone that you think might know someone can put you in touch with. Otherwise, if you don't have in your personal connections, then maybe you can yet look on social media like you mentioned before. So looking at other artists or I guess 
business gurus, if you're wanting specific business skills that offer an outcome that you're seeking. So you might want to grow your mailing list or, you know, get better with Instagram or create better video content, or there's a myriad of different things uh, that we have to do as artists and like sole traders running our own creative business and lots of things that we need to add to our basket of skills. Yeah. And we might not, you know, have those skills or they, they might not come naturally to us. Yeah. So, you know, Google, like if there's something that you specifically want, like a you know, you want to work on your mindset, you might be looking for a mindset coach. Yeah, just looking in Facebook groups for a specific area. I don't know. Uh, can you think of any more, Roz? No, I think that's great. That's a good summary. And if if we haven't sort of given you enough information on specifically how to find a mentor, just drop us a DM on Instagram and we're happy to chat further about that. So that's mentorship. Community is the other one we wanted to talk about today. And we've already chatted quite a bit about this and the value of having a community, the fact that it's a non-negotiable if you're in this for the long haul. But I wanted to share as well how we connected. Does everyone know how we connected in the very first place, Laura? Uh, I think we've sort of touched on it on previous episodes, but yeah, maybe for the newbies that might not know much about us. Yeah. So we connected first online through Instagram. I'd heard about you through Laura's podcast. That's this one. I heard about you through Susan Nethercutt's podcast and followed you from there. And then you had an art sale and was like, oh, I could, oh, I could, I could have a Laura artwork. And I got excited. <laughs> and so I bought an artwork and then we just sort of started chatting and went from there. I think I was having um, a failed art exhibition due to COVID. We had a lockdown and so everything had to be cancelled and I was just in a little bit of a funk and, yeah, you were really supportive. See, this is the whole thing, supporting other people in other ways, like it might be through buying their art um, or it could be through just somehow reaching out and then supporting them on whatever they're going through because you get it, you know, and, yeah, it's just, I don't know, what what's the expression good things things beget similar things. Like if you're, if you're nice to other people, other people are nice to you. It's just an energetic sort of exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good things will come back to you. Yeah. So that's how we met. And so the reason I share that story is for you today, um, our listeners, so that you can um, possibly do the same sort of thing. So um, connect with other people through social media, support them, be a good person, you know. And then from that online friendship, we sort of started talking about a podcast. And you were like, oh, yeah, I've thought about doing that before. I'm like, I would love to do that. <laughs> Let's just give it a go. It was sort of like dating. It was really cute because I was like, I like this podcast idea. And you were like, yeah, I like that too. I'm like, well, I wonder we do it. <laughs> it was very cute. Another thing that, that's kind of great, the internet is amazing. And just offering to um, set up a Zoom link and like chat to someone for an hour. Like that is a really great thing to do as well because then that gets you off like the social media stuff and you get that one-on-one like really deeper connection than just uh, in a little chat box. Yeah. So if you, yeah, if you feel like you align with someone else that you find on social media, you know, like you can tell that they're the same sort of person as you, have the same sort of values 
maybe at the same stage of their art, of their art journey as well. You can like their posts and comment on some of their posts and let's not turn this into stalking, but like, <laughs> just, you know, sort of gently strike up a little bit of a connection and then you can ask them if they're interested in having a one-on-one chat about art biz and life and all of that. Yeah, that's nice too. I reckon we've chatted quite a bit today about our mentorship and community topics. Have we missed anything, Laura? I think you had a note here about being authentic, honest and open. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's primarily about the online behaviour because I reckon if you, like it's it's that same thing. However you behave, that's what you're going to attract. And so if you're on social media supporting other creatives and you're being your authentic self, you're being honest, you're being open, you're being kind, then you just attract that back, whether you want to look at that from like a hippie energetic sort of perspective um, or more practical. And you might get DMs from people saying, hey, do you want to hop on a Zoom with me? So you never know. It could go the other way around. Maybe you don't have to make the first move. It does sound like dating, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a da- dating. But it is like that. You're trying to meet your art people, you know, people who you can connect with and who can journey with you. Yeah, I think, you know, as an adult making new connections, that can be a little bit tricky, but I think I feel like most artists are friendly, approachable, and really quite like kind and generous people. So I think you're in good hands in this sort of space. And then in these conversations and that that building connection and and things like that, talking about your aspirations and talking about your dreams and things that you'd like to do one day is like really something that could help you form connections. And then even, you know, when they're talking to someone else, they could be like, oh, hey, I was talking to to that person the other day and they were saying they wanted to learn this. Then, you know, people can put people together. So like, don't keep all your long held desires and dreams inside. Let it out because that's when, you know, the universe conspires to like help you align with the right people or the right information, or whatever you're seeking. Yeah, and that won't happen unless you're vocal. So just practice being, you know, just a little bit more vocal um, than yesterday. That's it, you know, just a little bit more vocal. Tell people a little bit more about what you're doing, a little bit more about your hopes and dreams, and just, you know, watch the magic happen, basically. It's the truth of it. I feel like that's a really inspirational end to this conversation. What do you think, Ros? Watch the magic happen. I like it. Should we do some really quick three pointers for our actionable steps? Number one, do some journaling or talking, um, if you're more of a talker than a journaler, about your next big art goal, because that's going to give you an idea of what sort of a mentor and community is going to be a good fit for you. Number two, go and find yourself a mentor. So research some options, ask around, do all those things that we chatted about before. Remember, they don't have to be paid. They can be a free mentor as well. And then number three, find a community. So look for groups of people who have similar values to you, even beyond just art and business, or build your own. That's another option. Start a Facebook group for yourself or build an Instagram chat group or something like that and build your own beautiful community. Yeah, they're really great tips, Roz. All right. So the key takeaway here today is that mentorship and having a community, they are complete non-negotiables if you're going to find success and fulfillment as a creative. 
And that is for introverts and extroverts too. Both of those things are absolutely important, the mentorship and the community. So Laura, do you have any sort of resources that might help our listeners today that are looking at these two things? Well, probably the goal setting guide on my website, if you want to get a little bit clear about your goals, because you can put in your action steps, you know, finding a mentor. And then the project planner, possibly, but I feel like the goal setting guide is probably a better one. So we'll put that in the show notes or come along to one of my gin and painting workshops in person in Ballarat. Then you can meet some new people. You put yourself in a group of like people that are wanting to be more creative. So that could be another thing that one of your actions, having a bit of gin like might loosen loosen you up a bit and might be just a fun experience and a way to meet new people. I'm loving these goals. Okay, so the goal setting guide and so all of your free resources, Laura, are at laurajaneday.com. I'm so bad at this. Stroke free. Is that right? That's exactly right. You remembered that perfectly. I get worried about the whether the Jane's in there and whether there's a studio in there. <laughs> so that's what goes through my mind. laurajaneday.com stroke free. And my little... Um, resource for you today is an invitation to hop onto the wait list for my Art for the Heart membership. So we have 95 members currently um, and 95 members can't be wrong when they are part of the community and love to connect with one another, support each other as well. Now, enrollment for Art for the Heart opens only a few times a year. So if you would like to be the first to know when enrollment next opens, you need to hop onto that wait list and that is over at missiontopaint.co stroke a-F-H. Beautiful. Excellente. All right. That's it. Oh, if you like the episode, leave us a review. Five stars on Spotify for good karma. And then over on the Apple Podcasts, I believe you can do a typed review. And the typed review, if you leave your Instagram handle, then we can give you a shout out and get you a couple of more followers over on Insta. That's it. Cool. Great to be back, Roz. Yeah, it's nice to reconnect. We'll be a little bit smoother next time. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I know we're a bit excitable and like, <laughs> how do we do this again? Even though it's little everywhere. only a few weeks off. We'll get there. All right. Love to you all and catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.